Why did Warren Buffett just buy $250 million worth of Occidental Petroleum? That's 4.3 million shares. That brings him up to where he has almost 180 million shares of Occidental Petroleum and almost 20% ownership of this oil company. Why did he do that when he knows we're trying to get rid of oil and shut down and go totally to electric vehicles? What does Warren know and what can we learn from Warren by digging deeper into his investment and his holdings in uh, Occidental Petroleum? And how can we become a better investor by learning from Warren? That's what I'm going to do in this video. And I'm going to show you exactly why he's doing it and what he's thinking about. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm the host of Bust of Us Investors, and uh, I'm a long-term investor. I'm a retired financial advisor, and I invest for a long term. And so I identify with Warren Buffett, but I don't really identify with the oil companies. And when I saw Warren just this last week up his stake by $4.3 in Occidental Petroleum, I said, I need to figure that out. I need to dig in deeper and, and learn from Warren and learn what he's trying to do. So what I've done, I've spent some time researching not only his current purchase, but his past purchases and seeing what exactly he's doing. And what I've discovered is that Warren acts on events. And that's what I do. I see an event happen, and then I look into the future and interpret what is that event going to happen? How, how is it going to interplay with our economy and with our assets and the value of assets? And what should I do? So what I want to start with is that I want to take you back to uh, find out what exactly does Occidental Petroleum do? I, I know they're in the oil business. But are they the guy who's, is there an Occidental Petroleum gas station? I've never seen one. So what is their involvement and how are they making their money and what kind of money are they making? Are they profitable? What has their profit situation been in this pandemic and what are the projections in the future? And most importantly, why does Warren Buffett think this is a good investment? We're going to put the oil companies out of business. We're going to a electric vehicle by 2030. And Warren's a long-term investor. What does he know that I don't know? So let me take you to Seeking Alpha first, and let's find out what exactly Occidental Petroleum does, and have they done, and what are they planning for the future? So the first thing I want to determine is I'm getting more and more into why is Warren doing what he's doing, is what does Occidental Petroleum do, and what is their history, and what are their financials? And for that sort of thing, I always come to the same place, and that's Seeking Alpha. As I can see here, it's selling for $58.71 at the close on Friday. It's shown um, a year over or, uh, yeah, year over year up 115% um, year to date. It's uh, up 89%, so most of that came in thus far this year. And we'll look at a chart to give us some information. What I do want to know is what do they do? Because I know there are people who drill for oil and then sell it, and then there are people who drill it and transport it 
and then sell it. And then there are people who drill it, transport it, refine it, and then also take it to the pump. And what, I, what I'm gathering here as I read um, their company profile, that Occidental Petroleum, uh, together with its subsidiaries, engage in the acquisition, exploration, and development of the oil and gas properties in the United States and the Middle East, uh, Africa, and Latin America. It operates through um, three segments, oil, gas, and chemicals, and uh, mainstream and marketing. What I further looking into determine, they aren't selling you the gasoline you pump at the gas station. So in other words, they develop it and then they sell it to other um, retailers. And so I look at that and I say, well, they're, they're probably not the, the ones who are um, raising the price of gas, but certainly by raising the price of gas, they've, we have had a raise in the price of oil. Uh, here's their revenues. As you can see, um, they have grown, um, took a setback as would be expected in 2020, uh, but have some bright future in front of them. Now let's look at earnings. Here we can see in 2017, which would have been a normal year, uh, their earnings were about 89 cents a share. Then in 2018, it jumped to uh, actual earnings of $5 a share. Dropped in 19 to 145, pretty erratic. And then, of course, when the pandemic came, their actual earnings went down uh, to a negative 300 or $3.91. 2021, it recovered to uh, $2.55. And then they're projected for this year of $10.56. So this is probably what Warren is interested in. He foresees. And then what I'm really interested in is what is 2023 going to bring? And what does Warren think that is going to create this uh, this tremendous surge. Again, understand they went from a, a negative uh, 390, call it four dollars, and they're expecting a ten dollar and fifty cents. That's more than a hundred percent increase. What does Warren think, and what do the other folks believe is going to happen in 2022 and then go into 2023. What are they anticipating happening? Okay, so we understand who Occidental Petroleum is and what their profits are, and we can I can see the short term, but now let's build a history, a timeline of Warren's involvement with Occidental Petroleum and see if we can't figure out, look deeper into what's his holdings now, what's his, what's his cost basis, and why is he doubling down at this point and going 20% ownership. So to do that, let me tell Take you to my trading views timeline that I've built on my chart. This is my trading views chart on uh, Occidental Petroleum. And what I did was ask Google a couple of questions to try to put together a timeline of Warren Buffett's 
and Berkshire Hathaway's involvement with Occidental Petroleum. And what, what I learned is it goes back to somewhere around May of uh, 2019, May or June, when Warren uh, came to Occidental to help them buy Anadargo. Uh, it's a Eastern uh, European or Arabic oil company that they wanted to increase their exposure to the the basin over there. And he put up $10 billion, which through a convoluted purchase agreement ended up with 84 million shares of, um, of uh, Occidental Petroleum at a price of about, um, I think it was about $65 a share. And you can see what happened to Occidental Petroleum as we moved uh, into the corona crisis and Warren lost 85% of his value in his investment. This should give you some some, um, confidence in recognizing that Warren went out on a limb and the limb broke um, and it came down hard. And as you can see, Warren then doubled down or added to his investment and and bought um, 794,000 shares here in June of uh, 20, uh, in 2020. And um, then from uh, we had the first vaccine, the second vaccine, uh, the Russian invasion into Ukraine, and you can see, that was a stimulus to pull us out of the slump that was caused by the coronavirus and basically us not using our cars. Um, Then, as I say, uh, in February or March, uh, February, I believe it was, of um, 2022, the Russian invasion, and that brought the stock, the prices back up, and then they came down and Warren just this last couple uh, or last week bought another um, 4.3 million shares uh, of. And interestingly enough, where he bought it was where he originally invested in uh, Occidental Petroleum. So he, he basically, he picked up some here and now he's adding to it here. So in Warren's mind, I would say at this point, he's just a little above even on Occidental Petroleum. Um, and But he uh, apparently sees some potential in the future. The other thing I, that I want to point out to you on this, this chart, and I think it's very, very telling, look at the volume. Look at the volume in Occidental Petroleum from 2018 to uh, the coronavirus. It didn't exist, um, and then it spiked, and then it, it came back down, still staying above its uh, 2018, 19, and 2020 volume, and then it spiked again when um, Russia invaded Ukraine. So I guess the question I ask myself is what does what is Warren see happening from this point on? He's let's call him even at this point. 
What does he believe is going to happen that is going to take, he owns almost 20% of this company now. What does he believe that is going to happen that uh, he was willing to make such a substantial investment? So let's look a little bit deeper on this. Okay, so we've got a pretty good view of where Warren is. He's about even on this. It's as if he had not invested anything until this last week. He covered his position, and now he's uh, waiting for profits in the future. What is he considering? Well, I think the first thing he's got to consider is the Russian conflict. That's when it spiked up, and that's when the uh, oil companies started making money because they not only had a rush in demand from uh, us coming out of the pandemic and showing up at the pumps a little bit more regularly, but also we have the threat of Russia coming into play that says um, we aren't going to be shipping some of this oil to uh, the countries below us in Europe that are dependent upon us if they don't adhere to what we want to happen relative to Ukraine and any future investments or advancements. That basically puts the, the Europe, particularly countries like Germany and Asia, particularly China, between a rock and a hard place. Uh, are they going to uh, give up their oil this coming winter in order to support support and uh, uh, the allies and NATO and and stopping the aggression of Russia. So Warren's considering that, and I think Warren believes that Europe and Germany and and um, uh, China will align with the United States and stand up against. Putin and his aggression. And so that oil is going to need to come from someplace else. So there will be a shortage from a lack of Russian supply. And I think China is is the real one who's in a very precarious position because as a result of deglobalization, and that is exactly what Putin is forcing people to make a decision. Who are they going to line up with? Up until his aggression, we were all peaceful and we were moving products from here to there and whatever until then, first of all, the pandemic and said, well, we need to give more consideration to this supply chain. But the oil supply chain was not really disrupted other than the fact that we weren't using it it wasn't disrupted as it is now as a result of the Russian aggression. What Russia has basically put into the equation is the potential of years of oil insecurity. And I think that's what Warren saw. We are going to have, at whatever price at the pump, we're going to have oil insecurity for as long as Putin and Russia stay on this aggression. Until that ends, I believe the oil companies have a bright future in front of them. I mean, you only have to watch the news to see that Joe is being blamed for the high prices at the pump, which is basically nonsense. Joe is not that powerful of a politician that he can dictate the prices at the pump. Forget that. That's just politics. The reality is oil is going to be expensive until 
we make a conversion away from it. And Warren is saying that isn't going to happen in the near future. I was in a precarious position with my holdings and my exposure, and I needed to strengthen my position. And at least for the next year, two years, I want to have a strong position in Occidental Petroleum because I think the price is going to go up as their earnings go up, as we saw on our timeline uh, and our Seeking Alpha. And that is why Warren went into uh, Occidental Petroleum. So what can we learn from it? What I learned from it, quite honestly, is Warren invests the same way I do. And that is to say, he sees an event. He sees a change in the world, and then he invests in accordingly, accordingly anticipating that change. Now, what he didn't see was the drop in the price as we moved to, as we moved forward and oil became cheap and then uh, we had the pandemic. He didn't see that. Uh, he did buy in some, but then he doubled down just this last week. He's an event-driven investor. He is a long-term driven investor. He isn't hung up right now on interest rates and inflation. He knows that will change, but he also recognizes the Russian uh, situation isn't going away soon, and it will give him an opportunity to make a profit out of what was a substantial loss. And, and it really warmed my heart to see that much as my uh, biotech stocks have taken a beating and and have come down in value. Warren's investments had the same problem. He lost 80% on his Occidental Petroleum, and he's sticking to his guns, much as I'm sticking to my guns uh, relative that my event, my biggest event in my life was the coronavirus. The healthcare system is broken, and we are going to do anything and everything we have to do in order to get it fixed. So I'm okay with that. I learned something from Warren. I hope you did too. And that he, he, he even being the oracle from Omaha, took an 80% beating on Occidental, but he stuck to his guns. I suspect, I suggest that you stick to your guns. And I hope you learned something from this. And I hope you'll give us a subscription and uh, a thumbs up and stay with us because the future is going to get brighter.